Hello, Empower Nation. Welcome back to Empower Her Money Podcast. I am your host, Angela Duncan, and I hope you have your pen and piece of paper ready for today. We're going to be providing you with business and money tips that you can take and implement and have action items today. So my guest, my guest today is Sean, and I'm super excited for you to give us some knowledge, but let's first start with your story. How did you get to where you are today? Well, first of all, lovely to be here, and I love talking about this stuff, so thanks for having me. Um, How I got here, uh, you know, life is always a journey, and no matter what people say, nobody wakes up and becomes, you know, a success in one day, so I wanted to just address that. There's no such thing as an overnight success. I definitely was not overnight, so I um, have done a lot of things in my life, but let's just talk about the coaching piece. I became a coach about 13 years ago. I was a newly solo parent with two kids. One was four, one was one in bustling New York City, so imagine the hustle. It's hard to imagine it if you've never lived there, but um, and I thought, you know, I, I really need to do something now because no, no, no money was coming in. And at first I started a kid's fashion blog and it became well known in about three months, but not a lot of money in it. But it got me a little bit online and it got me writing. Then I thought, you know, I really need to bring some money in. What can I do? And I thought long and hard about what I'd done in the past. And it you know, struck me that I'd always coached people. I was an acting coach. I was director. People always asked me advice about money, like, you know, how to to manage their like, actors used to ask me in the holding area, how do I manage my credit cards? And I'd tell them how to like get the 0% and shift everything and all that good stuff. And I thought, you know, really good. And people always kind of listen to me. They look up to me like, you know, what do you think? But I'm a, I'm a coach. So I became a life coach um, while I, at, in the evenings because I was taking care of my own kids, obviously. And I started off being a life and life coach. And in about a heartbeat, I became a life and business coach because all of my clients wanted me to help them make money and in their businesses. So my coach said, you're a business coach. I said, yep. And of course, life is always in there. So I got started and I was doing all offline uh, offline strategies, like, you know, networking the old way. Unfortunately, my first coach, my first coach was scared of online. So that was mm-hmm. the first thing I shouldn't, have, you know what I mean? Like, the first coach mm-hmm. was scared and I thought, oh, okay, maybe that's okay. I learned a lot for eight years. I was offline the networking, the getting the cards, getting, getting clients. Then we moved to another city, not, not, not like New York that, that was Midwest. And they're not in that particular city. They weren't people that really like invested. So I was having issues, me, and I'm really good at the networking and all that getting clients. So this went on for about two years. And I thought I, I really need to get online. And I woke up one morning and I was just full of anxiety. I thought, Oh my gosh, I'm in deep debt now, like deep, deep debt. And it wasn't working. I was just sort of, you know, helping my kids because we had moved like activities, school and all that. And I just thought, this is not me. And somewhere in the back of my mind, I knew I was a million dollar coach. I thought, what happened to that? I'm failing. I don't want my kid, my daughters to see me modeling failure around money, you know, and everything. And I thought I got to just climb that mountain. So I got up and a voice in my head was saying, if not now, when? Because I was 54 years old four years ago. I thought, when, when am I going to do this? It's not like, you know, there's another whole life where I'm starting at 20 again, right? Let's get out of denial, folks, right? So I found a 10K program. I plunked down 10K on three different credit cards, more debt. And I thought, I just need to learn this. And it was about Facebook ads. And obviously I couldn't run Facebook ads. You never run Facebook ads when you first get online. And I understood that right when I got in the program. I said, wait a minute, I can't run Facebook ads. They said, no, no, don't run Facebook ads. I said, yet I paid you 10K to teach me Facebook ads. They said, no, you should be doing something called organic. And I said, what, like carrots? Because I didn't know what organic marketing was. 
That is how naive I was. I couldn't even use Zoom. I'm very not techie. Well, I'm better now. And they said, just go talk to people. So I thought, oh, I, I can do that. So I figured out how to get clients online by communicating with people. And people saw how easy I made this. And I, they started hiring me. And I got to a million dollars in 17 months online with no ads. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, that that's just a mind-blowing right there. Just going, you know, investing in yourself. That's oftentimes what I say too. The first thing is you're going to invest in yourself. And then you found an avenue that works for you. And it sounds like, you know, you had a coach or a mentor that's kind of delivering that information to you in a way in which you can go back and implement it right away. So I love that. Right. Well, I'm that coach. I didn't really have great coaching. I figured this out myself and I I got (laughs) really, really action. You know, I had to build it. And there was something about not getting coaching on it that made me just have to figure it out because you Mm -hmm. have to. And it it kind of was good because I thought, well, this is really mine. And I made it way easier for my clients because we have really actionable step-by-step, go do this and actual coaching on it. So they don't have to suffer the way I did. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So talking about your clients and how you help with them now, um, one of the things that we were talking about is how to maximize their profits. So perhaps give us some ideas on what you, you know, help your clients with and some action items that perhaps the audience can take back for their businesses. Sure. Okay. What's really important. I'm, I'm actually, I call myself the, the, sorry, I call myself an online business uh, profits strategist because I do that as well as the coaching. It's really important that, you know, when we see people that say they're making, you know, $5 million a year, it's really important to question, but what are their profits? Okay. Because Mm -hmm. I know people that make tens of millions, but then you ask, what are the profits? And it's like, oh, it's 30%. Okay. So they're not really making tens of millions. And I will say that when I made I make a less profit now because I have more of a team. It's still pretty good. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I got to my first million, my profits were 94%. 94%. Of profit to you. Yes. To me. Hmm. That's because incredible. I was doing everything myself. It wasn't sustainable long, long term, but I could do it. I wasn't running ads and no advertising. I hadn't paid for, um, branding experts. I was just me. And then I was paying, you know, a VA for three hours a day towards like the six months or so I I thought I better, better get some help. Right. So, so that was just me head down. I thought, this is great. And I thought, oh my gosh, these profits are amazing. Of course, it's not sustainable if you want to grow your business to do everything yourself. Right. I don't recommend it. Then I started like, and also it takes time to hire people. I thought I need people, but I don't have the time. And I was in such a role that I'll sustain it for now. Then I would like integrate getting team members, which is what you should do. You don't stop everything and hire a team and then don't get clients for four months, which is what people do. So don't do that. If you're in business, don't stop everything to then go get help. You integrate. That's how you keep your profits going is right. etch out a bit of time, integrate, hire, and it's going to take time to coach and hire somebody. That's why I wasn't doing it. So I'm very aware of team building. So then every time I hired somebody, I'd okay, bit of time, etch time out, hire a new person, get them going next time. Okay. So how to keep your profits high are not to mindlessly just throw money all over the place because, you know, ads and this and branding and that really get what you need to bring the money in the door. And the one thing, of course, I'm going to say this is to get a coach because that is something that I always paid for. I got that coach. Then I got another. Some were great. Some weren't, but I always got something from it. Okay. Right. No coach is perfect. 
but there are better client, there are better programs than others. That's for sure. Cause some of the yeah. programs have no service. So, so what I learned, I'm learned, I learned along the way. Oh, you got to know. Okay. Well, that's what not to do that. Don't ignore your clients. Don't, don't charge them tons of money and then ghost them, which happens. Okay. Mm-hmm. So th- the profit part is first of all, serve people. Cause that's going to bring more cash in the door. You want mm-hmm. first to bring the cash in, but then how do you maximize that cash? So the profits first have to be revenue, revenues and profits, right? You can't make profits if there's no revenues. Right. You can get a ton of revenue and have almost no profit. That I know too. Yes. I've spoken to people that run multi-million dollar companies and their profits are so low, they had to they have to fire people. This is not a good running company, right? No. 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 So so the first thing is you need to find something that brings in really healthy cash flow. Now, something like coaching is incredible. We have helped people that have never coached before, that are not certified, but have a skill and really have their heart in the right place. They want to help people with that. Like you, I see you really want to help people with their finances. I feel that, right? Mm -hmm. You don't need certification. You Mm -hmm. are you, you're doing it. We help people position themselves. Some are, some are certified. We have coaches that have been coaching a long time, executive coaches, certified, a lot of certified coaches as well, but we're not gatekeepers because my mission is to help people make money doing what they love and helping other people. And, and coaching is an incredible vehicle. Like it's incredible. I made more than a neurosurgeon in 12 months being, being coach online. That's insane. Wow. Mm-hmm. A neurosurgeon, which is one of the highest paid jobs. I looked at the highest paid jobs. In fact, I made more than most investment investment bankers. Yeah. Cause I used to, I used to hire investment bankers. I thought, Oh my gosh, I'm making more than those guys I was hiring. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that's a tough thing to do as a neurosurgeon in all the years. You can be a coach and make more than those people. That's mind-blowing, mind-blowing. So there's many things people coach on now, and there's millions of coaches because people have caught on to this. So first thing is healthy cash flow. Then figure out what you really need help with, where, the, where it's going to actually make you more money like a coach will make you more money. It's been proven. Okay. But maybe paying that branding person 30K, maybe is not a great idea at first. Maybe the ROI really isn't there right away to do all that branding because you think it looks good. Or maybe don't go pay, you know, that person that says it's a done for you marketing, but it really doesn't work because most of those don't work. No offense to those people. You know, maybe don't go hire that Facebook ads person when you just got online because they said it would work because it doesn't. Ads can work later and you need a ton of money put into ads. So it's really being strategic on what will bring ROI into the business and what is a vanity play. Don't go get an office with beautiful chairs and pay for the brick and mortar when you can work from home as a coach at first. You know, Mm -hmm. all of that, look at what people generally do and really look at what will bring in ROI and only pay for that. Yeah. I love that too. And you kind of talked a little bit, most of us are very familiar with Facebook ads, Instagram ads. um, But when you speak more about organic, what exactly does that mean? Organic is anything that you're not paying for. So that means I made all of this money. I'm at 3 million or so now, all of it. I think I got maybe two clients in that time from ads because we test a lot of ads because we want to know the opposite. An intelligent person doesn't go, this is the best thing if they don't know what's what else is out there. Right? Mm-hmm. So we've spent over 60 K in ads and they don't really work that well. And we really test, 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 test to make sure we know what we're talking about. Google, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube ads, we tried them all and we've really tried them, like sunk a lot of money, hired a bunch of different professionals. We did them ourselves, all sorts of stuff. Not one person has been able to get us profits with that 
or anywhere near it or breaking even even. So when I'm saying organic, I'm saying truthfully and transparently, all of that was made on my uh, profiles, my unpaid, like a personal profile on Facebook, personal profile on LinkedIn, personal profile on Instagram. Okay. It's nothing fancy. And mm -hmm. it is so simple. And it is the one thing that you can always count on because they can't shut off your personal. If they do, you lose your profile, you go and get another one. Right. 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 Yeah. So yeah, that's great information. I I'm probably need some improvement on that. Um, I'm not the greatest at making sure things get posted and obviously mm. directing that post towards your audience too, because if you, you know, if you're a money coach or a business coach, mm. you're not necessarily posting about what you cooked last night for dinner, which can be good but it shouldn't be the majority of your content that you're putting out there. So I love that too. Right. Well, okay. That's another whole story. We do, we, we coach on the content as well because content is such a big piece of it. We actually have five coaches in my program, counting myself. So it is a very holistic thing. And we do have a dedicated copy and content coach who used to run Universal Studios video content department. So, so wow. that's one of the pieces. We also have heart-based sales coaching because you need to know what to do once you get people on the call. And then we have a wonderful mindset coach who's also a healer so we figured out something that has no holes in it and it's it's holistic with no holes um <laughs> yeah so i just thought of that i thought oh that's interesting yeah um, i like that so yeah yes it's very important and and there's that's not that's not something i can just like tell you right now how to do that that's a working that out what works for each person and what they are coaching on yeah. And it's good. And I like that too, because you're, you're going to take the time to get to know the person that you're helping to know what their branding is, what their mission is, where their heart is coming from, and then helping them craft that message around mm -hmm. that piece, because then it becomes across as more authentic, right? Because we want to mm -hmm. be, we want our business to reflect us because the clients are going to, to be drawn to us. Right. Mm -hmm. So like me, for example, I'm not going to teach people how to go on stage because I've never done it before. And it's not mm -hmm. something that I'm the expert in, but the money side of things for me, um, I like that with, you know, talking about profits because you've got to get your financial house in order first so that you can understand where your growth potential is. So that's some, right. Right. Although I must say, um, you might not like this, but I feel like people plan far too much. They put in the getting the house in order. I'm like, well, I don't really teach that because I would not be where I am if I waited for my house to be in order. I was in a mess and I thought, okay, I'm messy, deep, deep debt. Most people would say, oh, don't spend money on that, Sean. And I would still be where I am now in deeper debt because that was before COVID, by the way. So mm -hmm. you understand how grateful I am that providentially I was online and positioned a few mm -hmm. months before COVID started. Mm. Do you understand this was providential? So yeah. to me, to say, get my house. No, I mean, anybody else would have said, oh my gosh, don't spend more money on coaching. I was like, I need to do this and I need to do it now. So the messiness, that's also important. The massive messy action at the beginning. Because I know a lot of people, you get your house in order and all they're saying is I'm going to save money. Saving money never made any millionaire ever no. in the history no. of the world. So no. to get what I'm saying, there's yes, but not really get your house in order. It's really figure out, I need to get somewhere. And what do I need to do? Even if it's risky, even if it's scary. And even if everybody thinks I'm crazy, because I'll tell you something, a family member was like, you just spent, oh, 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 okay. Yeah. And then when I'd gotten profit back in a few weeks, oh, wow, really? And then when that person saw me paying all my debts off, like so much debt paid off in like five months. 
He was like, how did you do that? I said, I got online. It's working. Wow. Okay. So you've got to understand people that it's not neat and it's not, I'm going to save up the money. And in four years, I'll have enough money to hire a coach. You've just lost all that money you would have made in four years. If you had just taken a risk, because this is the thing, we're all going to die. Can't take it with us. Mm-hmm. Can't take it with us. We're all going to die. I'm very, very aware of that. I'm very spiritual. Okay. So my thing is, you know what? I'm just going to make the most of this. If I'm going to risk that, I'll risk it. And I think that I need to do this. So I did it and it was messy, but that wasn't even the right program, but I made the most of it. And it ended up being the right program because then I met a lot of people and in some way it was where I was meant to be. And sometimes in life, something is a certain way, not the way you thought it was going to be, but it benefited you more in a way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at a longer arc of the story, okay. Sometimes I was a filmmaker and there's arcs in stories. Okay. You have the arc starts here. It goes up and then it goes down. If we're just analyzing the first part of the arc, oh my gosh, this didn't work. And we didn't go through the whole thing. And then it lands and you go, ah, that was in my favor. The infinite plan I waited. Ah, and I've done that a lot in my life where I'm like, just suspend, wait till the, the story finishes, John. I'm like, there you have it. And one yeah. of my mottos, one of my mottos is even when I lose, I win. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it reminds me of a book called three feet from gold um, mm. that I read a few years back where it talks about you know, you, if you keep going and keep going and keep going, eventually if you're doing the things the right way, then you're going to hit the gold, but you could have stopped. And on the other side could have been gold and you just never know. Cause you quit too soon. Exactly. And even if you're not doing things the right way, I go further than that massive messy action it might be a mess, but you're blundering through and you learn something and you fall down and you're like, okay, I learned something. And, but it is true. You want to fast track that as much as possible by hiring somebody that's done it before. So you're not just not knowing what you don't know in ignorance and going around and around that to me, I never want to do that because life is short. And I always pay when I think somebody might know an answer that, that will shortcut it a bit and collapse time a bit for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Hi, right, John, I'm going to switch gears a little bit and ask you a fun question. Um, if you could have a super talent or a superpower, what would it be and why? Well, this is really not about business. But I would love to just naturally be able to write songs. Ah, yes. I, I just I, feel that people that can sit down and write a song, that's so magical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, my my superpower that I wish I had was the ability to sing. So if you wrote and I could sing, we can just deliver greatness to the world. Well, I can sing, so maybe you should learn the writing part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds good. All right, Sean, how can our audience get in touch with you if they want to learn more? Well, um, I have a link that I'm giving you that's, that's www.jeanamlore forward slash reviews. I'd like that put in there. And then um, they can just look at my name, Jeanamlore, and reach out on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. It's Everything is my name to make things super simple. Yeah. Branding yourself. And then you just keep going from there. So I love that. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for being on Empower Her Money podcast. I'm your host, Angela Duncan. Make sure that you re-listen to this episode because there was a lot of great information for you to take action, massive action, massive messy action, um, and get going on your business. And if you need a coach, I definitely recommend hiring a coach and finding one that is best for you. So thank you again for being on my episode today. Oh, thanks so much for having me. 